0: Speak Studios, speak and be heard.
1: Welcome back to the Rec Center. He's Jack Ferris. I'm Lindsay Joy. Aloha Jack. We're back after a week off. I can't fully blame you for us being off a week. I also um, ventured out into the world, did some hiking. But do you want to tell us where you spent the last were you how long were you gone?
0: I was only gone for eight days. Okay. Yeah. People ask me that all the time.
1: I it felt like, like a long time.
0: Eight days is a very normal time to be in Hawaii. Sure. Uh, No, it's cool. I hadn't been to Hawaii since my 25th birthday. So it had been like three, four years. Um, oh, that was yeah. a joke. Okay. <laughs> visited our Bud Casey. I think we mentioned it last time I was on, uh, last episode. It's... Uh, I definitely, it was like 50 50 me during sneaking out and doing tourist stuff like Waikiki, etc., And then um, the other half being like local deals. I played volleyball for the first time in like a year and a half since I broke my back. And boy, oh boy, we played on grass and I was sore for years and years. Definitely felt like I was in my, my 30s post volleyball action.
1: Is that a local thing to play volleyball?
0: Everybody plays volleyball there. Just yeah. The locals. Yeah. Yeah. It's awesome.
1: And to clarify, our Casey is the uh, Weekend Acre? What is he?
0: Weekend Acre at uh, Hawaii News Now. I, w- I want to say we've done this before.
1: We talked about it. We did. We did. We talked about it last week um, or two weeks ago. We did mention that he was that. And I said I saw him surprised on TV and it was very exciting. I do remember that. Did you see Aaron Rodgers and Shailene Woodley? I don't actually know what island they're on. Are they still there?
0: Are they still there? I don't, I don't talk about being there for a long time um i did not see them i saw the building that bieber and haley were in
1: oh you said so was, were they actually there when they you were, were there, there when i was okay. there yeah
0: they've been there for months i guess
1: we had uh, a SunCadia trip once when he was there at the same time oh, really? so the Beebs is just following us around
0: what was another oh cameron diaz had just bought a place in the same in the same um building as the Beebs. I don't know oh if she was gosh. there at the time. I don't know if she was there.
1: I thought Can you me. were going to say Cameron had just bought a place in the same building as Casey and I was oh, like, no. "Wow, I need I just I guess I need to be a news anchor in Hawaii," which No, no, no. Okay. Hawaii, let me tell you something. COVID <laughs> in Hawaii is is
0: alive and well. Masks everywhere. Um restaurants at 35% capacity. Yeah, and you got to play by the rules big time. Uh, it'll cost you $225 to fly out there to get a test. Oh, by the way.
1: You pay $225 for a test? Yeah. Oh, mine was free. I think you get one with insurance.
0: Yeah. They tell me I can um, get reimbursed, but you okay. know, that's just a pain of the, you know what?
1: Yeah. No, I I agree. I went to Maui and I wore a mask basically the whole time. Um when you're physically sitting on the beach, I had it off, but if even walking down to the beach in 85 degree heat, you have it on. So, fair warning to anyone traveling mm-hmm. to Maui. Did you watch more or less stuff with your travels?
0: Uh, I watched a good amount of stuff cuz I was still working over there. So, between like um you know, during down portions of work, I had the TV on. So, I'm I'm I feel prepared and ready to rock and roll.
1: Okay. Do you want to jump into it? So uh, one thing I think we should talk about is we don't really have a week to week show, but I'm actually okay with that. If you are, um, we talked about Dave being it and I actually have a lot of week to week things I'm watching right now, but like, have you watched physical?
0: Is that the Olivia Newton-John deal?
1: Okay. Misleading. It's not Olivia Newton-John. It is like based on a song. I mean, obviously the name of a song of hers, it has absolutely nothing to do with Olivia.
0: Why is, it song, why is it called physical?
1: Because it's a woman who goes into the um, aerobics world. So like... Ah,
0: during yeah. that time.
1: Yes, but but it has nothing to do with Olivia Newton-John. Um, but anyway, it's a week-to-week Apple TV Plus show. I will recommend it later. I could do it as a first rec. Um, but that is something I'm watching week-to-week that is very good. It's just not... There's not enough to talk about week-to-week, if that makes any sense. Are you okay with that or do you disagree that we need to have like a mayor oh, break okay. down every week oh, okay. okay or do you have any suggestions and i'm just getting ahead of it and telling you i would love for it to be dave is there watch. enough dave okay i i will totally admit i have not that's going to be something where i sit down and just watch like probably four or out right now i'll just watch all four at once so, and i haven't
0: yet dave is a lot thicker than i think you're giving it credit for there's a there's a lot of sustenance sustenance in in each episode of dave
1: was that intended to be a joke or not no okay i just i feel like we make a little dicky joke yeah i feel like he talks about his little dicky a lot um and you said it was thicker than it's okay so you think there's enough there there to talk about every week
0: i do for sure yeah okay yeah because i just caught up last night and it's because that's what was so great about season one is that um there's definitely throw away one or two just nonsense episodes, but for the most part there there's heavy stuff to it. Okay. Which well, is what, makes it, what sets it apart.
1: I will catch up this week and that can maybe be our, our week to week show. Um, do you want to go first? Yeah, I'll go first.
0: I'll do Dave. Why not? I mean, we're okay. right there. All right. Dave, uh, three episodes are out now. So, yeah, by the time we reconvene next week, four episodes will be out. And what was so great about Dave season one was that <clears throat> I think my experience was not too dissimilar from a lot of other people's. And that after a few weeks, people would reach out and be like, dude, have you seen Dave, The Little Dickie Show? It's shockingly good. And I was like, always kind of like hesitant, resistant, whatever, because, you know, his songs are kind of just. Um, not Weird Al Yankovic, but although I just listened to a podcast about Weird Al Yankovic, and it's really, really good.
1: Um, what podcast?
0: That it, it was uh, it's on the Daily. You know sometimes they read articles. This dude published an essay on, um, or he published a profile on the New York Times in the New York Times on Weird Al Yankovic, and it's all about how maybe we don't give Weird Al Yankovic enough credit for being like part of American culture for 45 years. Um, anywho, Dave, yeah, there's the, there's the wacky, silly stuff in all the episodes, but for example, um, this past episode, the most recent one, there is a portion of the, uh, the theme of of the episode is him kind of feeling inadequate like he's he's successful sure but he's not as successful as a lot of his friends and he feels like he's not getting um the satisfaction he should for being famous you know what i mean like he's he's still wanting more so he's in a part i don't i'm not spoiling anything but he is at a party and he's still consumed with uh one partic- one particular girl showing up and it's like you know causing him not to enjoy the party there's a more famous people than he is there and he's not getting the attention that he he's craving so he walks out of the party and down the street and like towards a group of people who he's sure will recognize him and ask him for like a cigarette and sure enough he does get recognized and he only does that to take a girl home and then you know like there's an emptiness to the whole experience and you can tell it only makes it worse like that is in a little dicky comedy so heavy and so cool if that makes sense um there's there's plenty of hilarious things to go along with it but uh, what makes the show so great is he's not afraid to showcase his insecurities he's not afraid to showcase his vulnerabilities something that most like none of us are able to do like uh, he's he's built his own career off his own insecurities and this TV show is just kind of an extension of that. Um he's a dude, I think he's 1 year younger than us maybe, and he is just go navigating life like anybody. Um he has the same motivations and the same same things that like drag him down and it's it's so genius. Uh Dave season 2 so far for me is a 4 out of 5. But last year Season one, I would have probably three or four episodes in been the same way. Like, yeah, it's a three and a half, four, but then it ended the way it ended and tied everything together to make season one, like just a a piece of excellent television condensed down to, I think all of it is like five hours, um, is that every episode matters and will matter towards the end of season two. I'm pretty sure. So I think that's a good reason for us to to watch it as we go.
1: And we should say this is on Hulu. I don't know if we said that off the top. Four out of five stars, though. I I mean, I guess it sounds, that's not surprising based on how much you like it. But that's a pretty high wreck. What do yeah. you have hacks? Four stars? What's that? Is this your record? What do you have hacks?
0: I don't think I gave. I, maybe, maybe I went to four stars for hacks. Okay. But this is four trending towards four and a half.
1: Oh. It's trending. Yes. What does he have to do to get to five?
0: He's got to tie it all together. Like he did season one, like the final episode, the final scene of the season finale of uh, Dave. If you haven't seen it, he go, if you, if you've seen it, you know, if you haven't seen it, he goes on the breakfast club and freestyles and the freestyle pretty much summarizes the whole season's experience into like two and a half minutes And the ending is just so genius. And so I think he's going to do a a similar thing to that at the end here. That's going to push it to a four and a half. No, no pressure, Dave.
1: I will catch up and we will talk about Dave at the beginning of next episode. Um, Anything else on Dave? No.
0: Dave Bird's the man.
1: I am going to go negative before I go to physical. Um, let's start with good on paper on Netflix. This is a two stars and it's two because like I am the target audience for this. I love Eliza Schlesinger. I'm going to say her last name once and I'm going to call her Eliza the rest of the time. Cause it's going to get to be a tongue twister. She is a comedian. She has actually a lot of, I think, like four to five level stars uh, stand-up specials on Netflix. I love her stand-up. She's a couple years older than me. She like just got married, but she has a lot of really funny stuff about being a single gal in your early 30s or 20s or whatever. She is hilarious. I, I watched her on Last Comic Standing like 15 years ago. Loved her then. Love her now. This movie is terrible, though. And the promo was a little misleading because I watched it and I was like, "Oh, I'm gonna love this no matter what. It can be terrible and I love it." No, it, there, it there's Seinfeld-esque stand-up throughout, which I hated at first and actually kind of grew to like. But it's that's definitely not in the promo. It's narrated. It's a narrated movie. I don't know why that bothered me, but it didn't really work. It was distracting. It's just. Like the acting is bad. And when comedians, actually that's kind of, well, I guess Dave's a rapper, but when people come from a different genre and then they act, you give them a little bit of leeway because it's not their main thing. So I was okay with the acting being bad, but it was bad enough that it was very distracting. The only good thing about it is, okay, two good things. There's some good cameos. Um, Tyler Cameron, Cameron from The Bachelor, if you like him. Also, do you remember Brittany Young from Gonzaga? She's yeah, in, she's yeah. in glow. I saw she's, her. Al- she's,
0: she's, she's like casting. She's part of the. Uh, yeah. cast.
1: So did you watch this? Yeah. It's, okay. it's
0: my next rec. Oh, did you like it? <laughs> we will. We shall see. We? Okay.
1: Um. So then, I, okay. So I'm talking, I'm, I'm telling it as if you haven't seen it, but I, I do think that probably most people haven't seen it yet. It came out about a week ago. I don't know that everyone's gotten to it yet. It, the only good thing about it is that it is a true story. And I read an interview with her where she basically said that the final act um, to a certain point, it's true. And then it deviated at the very end of what actually happened. But this happened to her in real life. And basically she meets a con man. She dates this guy. She thinks everything's going great. And then, oops, everything's not great and perfect. And everything's not what it seems. And this happened to her. And she said, like, conversations that happened in real life are in this movie. So that's interesting. It's a truth is stranger than fiction type of thing. I like that setup, but the movie itself is just bad. And I like one of the plot points is that the guy has a dad bod, like is not fit. And they had to use a body double for the actor. Like he, he, he wore a fat suit. And then there was like one tight shot of his stomach and it wasn't his body. Like the whole thing is just bad. I don't recommend anyone watches it. I do recommend you watch her stand ups and her other content. I just wouldn't waste your time on this particular movie. What did you think about Good on Paper? I am wondering
0: why you gave it a two. I gave it a one point five. <sighs> I only gave it a one point five because she is charming, and I do. I, yeah, she's I, funny. I, disagree. I think she's a better actress than than.
1: Okay, than I can I tell for. you specifically since you have seen it? This isn't giving you the wing. The part where her and Margaret Cho are yelling at each other. Oh yeah, it was too over the top. You could tell it, that. It was, that was like. That was
0: like, you know, we're going to be, we're going to be comics in a movie. So we're going to freestyle this. We're going to ad-lib yeah.
1: this and it's going to be gold. And Margaret Trow is hilarious. Like, Eliza Schlesinger, I said her name twice. I shouldn't have. It's hilarious. They're very funny women. It just, that one scene, like, really took me out of it. And I was like, I, I, I give a lot, again, I got give a lot of leeway with acting. And that was just one scene where I was like, I can't do this. Sorry. Continue.
0: I think she's great. I love her. Um, I don't really watch her stand up again. I don't think I'm the demo for that, but that's just fine. I do think she has like an on-camera presence. Um, and I do think the first 20 minutes of this movie felt real and lived in because it felt, you know, real life. It's that struggle of trying to succeed in that, in that crazy, crazy world that so many movies are made about of ironic, ironically. Um <laughs> Uh, fair points in the dad bod scene that was so out of place and never really tied back into like him being a liar. Like, because he's out, like, does that mean, does that mean that successful hedge fund operators have to be in decent shape? Like, I, I didn't understand that. If anything that made his case more believable because he's so busy all the time. I thought it was interesting when I saw, so when I saw the preview, same kind of deal. I was like, Oh, I bet the twist is that he really is all of these things and it's kind of a shame on you for judging him like not everyone has to flaunt their wealth like you think they should um but if you watch the preview you know exactly what's going to happen so there's no real uh you know oh my gosh moment in the movie you definitely see where it's going and even the title gives it away get on paper um yeah i i oof because it's a true story and that really happened to her i don't i'm not sure but i do think a better movie would be what i just described like he's (laughs) like he's he's kind of embellishing the truth he's not like whatever they say he's like 250 grand in debt and he's just like living a series of lies and just keeping up this this um this house of cards uh it, it, it just meh i i do think the first half uh maybe the first act like the first 30 minutes is fun when they meet and he's kind of awkward and they they like slowly start to fall in love and then yeah the last 30 the last act of the movie is bleh. it just it, it's an hour and a half it could be an, an hour and 15 minutes easy
1: yeah, and you actually did point out another a good thing about it, which is it's a self, so almost like Dave, obviously not as good as that, but it's that self-aware person in the industry who's very upfront and honest about success and their relationship with success. And like, do I have enough? And and how do I deal with with where I am in the industry? As most stand up
0: autobiographical pieces are you know what i mean whether it's a tv show or whether it's a movie um or anything of the sort but this is <laughs> yeah i don't know um yeah and it's funny because i wasn't thinking about the dad bod thing but it, it felt so and then so there's bad. that there's one scene where he gets in a hot tub with her and then it's like never mentioned again like the, but then she's like but then like she's like you know all of a sudden he's the only guy I wanted to have sex with. You know what I mean? So I don't know if that was to show that she was willing to look beyond his dad bod. And he even, she even says he wasn't out of, he wasn't in like terrible shape. He definitely just wasn't in good shape.
1: I think the only thing I can think is that in real life, when this really happened, that that's what it was, that the guy was a little bit bigger and she just wanted to really stay true to the actual Mm. story. The, the other thing is, Again, there's that cutaway in the hot tub. And I think it's basically saying, uh, yeah, like at first I didn't, I just wanted to be friends with him because I wasn't physically attracted to him. But then I was so into him that I was able to like move past that and move into a real relationship and get over the physical superficial aspects. However, again, that wasn't the actor's body. They used to body double for that. And that is so weird to me. He's not, they, they, it's, they admitted it and they admitted that he wore like a, a padding or what, like a fat I don't know if it's called that, but. I never. well, man, I'm, I mean,
0: I'm not a straight woman, but I never looked at the actor and thought, Ooh, he's a little chubby, but
1: he thought he looked like a normal dude. He did at first. I did notice there's a couple scenes when he has like a button up shirt on that you can tell he's got something under there that he had like some kind of padding. Um, You know what he's from? The only thing I really recognize him from is Party Down. Mm-hmm but he is like not a well-known actor but he's well-known enough and i just like again you can tell that he's not that the actor doesn't look like that and so the fact that they instead of getting a different actor actor or instead of just cutting out that part completely the fact that they felt like it was necessary at all to put it in or leave it in just doesn't make any
0: sense they didn't to need it she was doing a good enough job weighing out the pros and cons of him being yeah. um there and available but also like two there and available
1: mm-hmm.
0: clearly um yeah i think it's an uh, i kept i couldn't help but compare this to um the wrong missy and i had kind of opposite reactions to to both movies i went Wait, what's into the, the wrong
1: missy i know.
0: the one with david spade
1: Also oh. shot in hawaii
0: i went into it thinking oh this is going to be like Adam Sandler crew produced and I'm not going to like it. And then the last like 30 minutes of wrong Missy, I actually was kind of into, it was pretty good. Uh, this was not that I, I had the opposite reaction because I love Eliza. Um, and I thought it was an interesting premise. Also, you know, one of the best romantic comedies of the last five years is the big sick, right? Also autobiographical, Based on a true story of how a couple met. Yeah. Oh, did you go Meh on Big Sick? I think Big Sick is unbelievable.
1: Um, really good. I don't know that I would go. Yeah, I wasn't ready to rank it best of the in the last five years. But yes, it's a good movie. I don't. I don't dislike it. I'm not ready to do my top rom-coms in the last five years. Not prepared I'm not ready for that. To list. Make
0: nice Dixie Chicks.
1: Not ready to back down. Mm-hmm. The Chicks. The Chicks. So, they changed now, their oh, name. the checks, right? Uh, okay. <laughs> Anything else on this movie before I jump into my second one? Because that was your second one.
0: That was my second one. Yeah. Okay. 1.5 for me.
1: Yeah. Two Bummer. for me. And I I am 100% the target demo. I could not be more the target demo for this. And I went to, So,
0: fortunately, Eliza has enough, you know, equity in the business that I don't think this is going to hurt her too much. Like, she'll get another shot, but. Like, maybe 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 just do tertiary roles for a year or two before hopping back into the saddle here.
1: So I wonder if she has a Netflix deal. When somebody like Shonda or Ryan Murphy gets a Netflix deal, it's this big announcement, and we hear the numbers, we hear the years, and they just start churning content out, which is what gave us, like, Bridgerton and all these great things. I think people like Eliza have Netflix deals because she's doing – comedy specials she also was in a weird sketch comedy show that i didn't watch on netflix and then she had this so i just assume she has some deal and we're gonna to get to see more from her whether it's comedy specials acting whatever it is i don't think this is like a career killer for her i just again i wouldn't want
0: no this. no no no. i'm saying if, the, if they if this movie came out two years ago when no one really knew who she was then it would be like well but then the other side of that she never would have had it made we didn't know who she was
1: yeah. Well, whatever. She's we're, great. We're going to see more Eliza. Watch her comedy specials. Um, her stand-up is great. So, okay. My next rec I already mentioned is physical. It's on Apple TV plus the one negative is that it's a week to week. I mean, I guess it's the same thing as Dave. So maybe it's not that negative for me for these types of shows. I just wish they would drop them all at once, but we're spoiled. So whatever Rose Byrne, wait, Rose Byrne, Rose Byrne. Her last name sounds wrong in my head. No, Rose. Yes. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Is B-Y-R-N-E.
1: Yeah, I was sounding wrong when I was saying it. I was like, I'm not saying a different actress, am I? So she is the star of this. She is very much the star of this. It really all centers around her. She is a housewife, I think it's the late 80s. I think it's it's the 80s. And she is kind of a bored housewife. Um And it's basically how she discovers aerobics and very early in the industry gets in early and becomes a big player in like the video of it all and how that blew up. So I don't really know where it's going other than to say she's going to become a big star in the aerobics world, but four episodes in, she's just kind of finding her way. And so I'm interested to see where it goes. It's hard to recommend something for me like this. Like you've seen... Dave had 10 episodes the first season or something. I, you've seen a lot of Dave. I've only seen two hours of this less than that um, because it's 30-minute episodes since week to week. I've seen four. It is very good. It is very dark. Um, it's her inner monologue that you hear a lot. So it is her narrating it. It works very well, but she is bulimic. And they try to be funny with it, which... I don't want to say it is funny, but the way that her monologue works is just very honest. And so it's a lot of her deepest, darkest thoughts that you're hearing. So it's a little jarring at times. Um, But she's just, again, it's kind of like a well-developed character so far. I want to see where it goes. It's an interesting, enjoyable watch. It's not what I thought it was going to be. I thought it was going to be an Olivia Newton-John biopic. It is obviously not that. But it is entertaining. It's interesting. I'm excited to see where it goes. I wish I had it all available to me. I would almost recommend waiting till it's all out. But there are four out there for you now. If you want to dive in now.
0: I would say dive in now. I mean, I'm probably not going to do it. But I think that week to week is healthy. Yeah, but... And I think also we've said this a time or two before we are different than normal people who have, um, kids and
1: actual responsibilities. So whoa, I
0: just disappeared. Whoa. (laughs) Whoa.
1: I should have mentioned our backgrounds. Let's do this real quick. So Jack is in just a generic living room. Um, and by that, I mean, oh no, sorry. Generic zoom background. He Googled, is your face going to come back or is this forever? I don't know.
0: It's funny, too, because I'm not a ghost guy.
1: I don't know what that means. I don't believe in ghosts. Oh, I'm afraid of well, ghosts. Uh, you are <laughs> You are a ghost currently. We'll see. Does this mean? Okay, so I'm wearing a, a black shirt and a black hat, black
0: headphones, and those are, are, are clearly there? Does this Is it because you're black, so pale? Or so green? Because I'm in front of a green screen?
1: You're in front of a white backdrop
0: i'm in front of a green backdrop it's supposed it's supposed to be perfect for fake zoom backgrounds
1: is the wall behind you is green
0: the wall behind me is green
1: what changed in the last three minutes while i was talking about physical
0: i don't know maybe i got pale
1: well i was saying if you're on a white backdrop and you're so pale that you it doesn't know the difference but you said you're on a green backdrop so
0: Oh, you know what? I just found out that I have a um that I can mess with my okay. that I can put a video back there.
1: So, well, let's try to get your Facebook. If you're not watching us on YouTube, let me recommend that you do watch us on the Speak Studios YouTube page. If you are, there we go. you're enjoying this. It's all he's better back. Just a small little digital hiccup there. Anyway, my background just, hey. I just moved to a different room, but We back. Yeah, Maybe, I believe in
0: um I believe in week to week, folks. I was talking to my buddy Ryan McGrady yesterday. And on Monday nights, him and his fiancee Katie actually watch CBS from eight PM to eleven PM because she loves the the stacked programming so much.
1: All three hours?
0: Uh Uh-huh. Like
1: Do they start it late? Do they start it late to fast forward through commercials? I don't believe so. I don't
0: believe so. I actually also think they have real live cable.
1: I have real life cable mm-hmm. and actually speaking of if you do check out AMC's Kevin can F himself. They actually say the word and they beep it out on the um, cable channel. Oh really? Yeah. Um, but I I'm wonder if that's,
0: gonna... that's easier to do now and just have that live on cable. Cause they know like wherever it lives in perpetuity, it
1: won't be beeped. And that's like more important these days. So it says like, Coming up on when or coming up on Kevin can F himself and it says the word. So I don't know if technically it would be in the show. Actually, as you say that, I don't know if they cuss in the show. They probably do. And I just haven't really noticed, but mm-hmm. it's called Kevin can duck himself. Um, I don't know why I'm not just saying the word, but I'm not going to recommend it. Cause it's on AMC and AMC is the hardest network to find. If you have streaming, if you're to, the,
0: to their detriment, I yes think. oh no 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 so get
1: with it they had Mad Men, the walking dead breaking bad and then they were just like we're gonna rest on those three laurels if literally for eternity and we're better. never going to advance into a new century
0: better call Saul also very good
1: fair okay so they have four shows and that is what they are sticking with and you cannot stream i mean obviously they made money selling breaking bad to netflix and Selling those shows, but you, they have no interest in doing business in 2021. They just are going to stay on cable. There's something called like AMC plus. It's very annoying that your face is gone again. There's something called AMC plus. Um, oh,
0: here's, here's, here's what Haley was talking about that you can look uh, better on zoom. Touch up my appearance.
1: I have touched up my appearance.
0: I have not. Now, <laughs> now watch the YouTube number spike, baby. <laughs> Here we go. Okay. Hopefully they go
1: through the earth. okay, we're gonna Jack's face is still gone. We're gonna stop talking. I will stop my rant about AMC being, you know, thinking it's nineteen ninety-seven. And you will either get your face in the picture or not. But either way, give me your third rec. Where are you at your third?
0: Okay, my third wreck. That might have to do for now. Oh, look at my appearance. It's touched up. Um <clears throat> Helene Maxwell on Peacock, the new documentary. Ooh. Helene Maxwell. Meh. Elaine Maxwell, obviously, uh Jeffrey Epstein's private partner.
1: Oh, Ghilain.
0: Uh, see, it depends on who you're talking to. I'm a Helene guy. Helene.
1: You say it with an H?
0: Helene. Well, there is an H in it. I thought it
1: was Ghislaine.
0: It's honestly in the documentary, they go back and forth. People who know her both say both ways. So who knows? Okay. Um, sorry. That's all the effort I'm going to spend on it for now. Miss Maxwell. Uh, She was Epstein's right-hand man for 25 years or so. And this documentary shows a little bit about her background. I want to say I listened to a podcast. That's how I I knew about it uh, somewhat recently within the last year. And it explains, because we are not British, but if you're British, I think you know about Robert Maxwell, who was kind of like their Bernie Madoff um, 25 years ago. Very, 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 very successful self-made uh multi-millionaire i don't know if he was in the bees yet but it turns out he was running you know some fraudulent deals i don't want to say full uh pyramid scheme but you get it he was he was um discredited he was standing trial for all kinds of things and when he was standing trial when he was awaiting trial he mysteriously died by falling off the back of his yacht Um, so yeah, odd there. She was able to kind of rebrand herself and stay in the limelight. She was a socialite before. And she like was able to brush off that, that bad press somehow, some way she was able to keep a, um, trust fund in her name, even though her family, I mean, it was pretty much all but proven her family had, you know, been stealing people for 30, 40 years, however long it was. They do a decent job explaining why she would go to work for... And I keep saying go to work. They were like in a boyfriend-girlfriend relationship in the early 90s. And then she just stuck around. I'm saying work for because she was like...
1: Wait, Epstein or...
0: For Epstein. Okay. With Epstein. She was... From an outsider's perspective, perspective, like getting getting a kick out of setting up these small women to be taken advantage of. by small women, these these young women by getting it uh, taken advantage of by Epstein beyond that. We, there's not anything in the documentary. We don't know, you know, they'd name the Clintons, Trump, um, Bill Gates, all the, all the, the, the buzz names that we've heard over the last three, four years. And, you know, she was after Epstein, Committed suicide, quote-unquote. She was missing for about a year. Caught her last year. She's now in custody. Uh, trial begins late November. Jury selection mid-November. I'm. It's like three hours. There's three hour-long episodes. So pretty, I mean, pretty good-sized chunk of time. Only watch it if you really don't know a ton and you're dying to know more because she obviously uh, turned down comment. There's a couple of her friends that shed a little bit of light on it, but if you've been following the Epstein case, which I think we all have, I would say 98.5% of our listeners are pretty well caught up on, on Epstein. Um, There's nothing in here. You don't really know. And I I do think, I do think in maybe two years after the trial, because it looks like there's going to be a trial that, uh, this documentary this like looking back on everything will be better but for now it's just kind of rehashing and it's on peacock it's rehashing um the other couple of documentaries that have been done so far
1: i was gonna say i spent four hours on the netflix one and i don't know that i need any more it didn't really talk about her it was obviously basically him but i don't i don't know that i need any more details although i will say i didn't know that the background you were just talking about i didn't know her like up bringing in early that's
0: that's the most interesting part it's yeah it's her life before meeting epstein but she met epstein like the late 80s so (laughs) um yeah she kind of she was a philanthropist she had um apparently would walk into a room and all eyes would be on her kind of personality it's always that way right and she uh unfortunately is on and actually that's one of the more interesting parts of the documentary so I won't say that. I would say the most interesting part is the first episode when you hear about her background. The second most interesting part is her lifestyle right now awaiting trial because it's not it's not great.
1: Okay? Anything else?
0: No, it's a two for me.
1: Speaking, oh yeah, um did I give oh, I'll give physical th- Three and a half stars. I would give it four if I could see the whole thing, but I just can't. Um, With Netflix documentaries, speaking of Netflix documentaries that are probably longer than they should be, there's a couple out that I haven't watched. Have you tried Murder by the Coast yet?
0: Murder by the Coast. Murder
1: on the Coast. It's new. Okay. The other one is, um, I didn't hear about this one. It just popped up, but the the r- accusation in room, something, something with, um, it's a case from when we were younger. Uh, that's a lie. It's like the 2010s. It's a French politician, Dominique. Oh my gosh. It's gonna, I should Google it, but I'm not going to. Um, there are two Netflix series that I'm going to attempt to watch this week and I will report back next week. They were on my list. I didn't get to them. Because I watched all eight hours of Sex Life. Have you heard of this show?
0: I don't even know what it is now.
1: Okay. So it's funny because we always talk about how Netflix doesn't advertise things. Mm-hmm. I had seen the promo somewhere. I saw a commercial during something. I, I don't know if it was sport. It had to be sports. It's the only time I watched commercials. I saw a commercial for the show. It was advertised on a podcast I was listening to. So they actually put money into... Hmm. advertising this show it is like think desperate housewives but just naked softcore porn all the time it's like the racier version of that and obviously with desperate housewives there was five six main characters this is just one but it's not great it is interesting enough Um, It is like happens in current time. And then you see flashbacks. Basically this woman is married two kids, the dream white picket fence, Connecticut, the whole nine suburbs. And I don't know her kids like young Her kids like not even a year old, but she just wakes up one day and decides like she misses her ex-boyfriend from before she was married because that was when her life was exciting. And she lived in New York city and she didn't live in the suburbs and she wasn't a bored housewife. So, She starts having fantasies, not fantasies, she just like flashbacks to their relationship. And it's just sex, like the whole time. It's gratuitous. It's constant. It happens a lot. I'm very familiar with all of these people now because they're all naked the whole time. And the plot in present day, there's not a lot of it. There's not a lot going on. They just, she misses her boyfriend. And so everybody fights about it the ex-boyfriend, the husband, like everyone's mad. That's the whole plot in current times. The flashbacks are actually interesting. They show their relationship and like how they fell in love and then what happened, why they fell out of love. That part is interesting enough. Why is this happening?
0: Uh, Because we went over time and I have another record and he's been blowing me up. So we might as well pop him on real quick. Okay.
1: (laughs) Should I leave this on the podcast? No way. (laughs)
0: Yeah. 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 No way. Yeah. So I got to record with Rob. Yeah, I'm four minutes late. Did I say eight fifteen, Rob? Yeah, my fault. You said oh, no I just got
2: on, dude. Yeah, works perfect. Yeah.
0: <laughs> so we well, we were just wrapping up anyway. So Lindsay, what's your you, you don't love Sex Life?
1: I don't love Sex Life. It's a two. It's two stars. Rob, have you watched Sex Life on Netflix?
2: Oh, I was thought of. Thought you were talking about your sex life. Hey, I was like, yo, yeah, that's that, you're only giving your sex life two stars.
1: You gotta <laughs> figure all. that out.
2: It's out of five. It's like you gotta figure that out, man.
1: <laughs> that's on you, okay? Not on everyone else. Rob, I live with my parents. It's a what zero. Are,
0: what are you watching right now, Rob? Not on YouTube.
2: Oh fuck, that's the hard thing. I, I, it's so hard. Dude. I'm stuck on youtube bro yeah you can't get off dude i'm getting to the point where i don't even need shows anymore
1: what does that mean stuck on
0: youtube he watches youtube programming he just kind of cruises and and finds his way which i do
2: all the time i do it all the time and i'm finding myself more and more watching less and less hulu Mm -hmm. and um netflix and all that other shit because i'm like yeah, it's like twelve minutes. I can watch twelve minutes out of my day. You know, and
0: YouTube's algorithm—they've got all my—they've got all my interests. Sh- yes, style. yes,
2: yes. That's the problem.
0: It's like it's like sports documentaries and history documentaries, and like uh, occasionally some food stuff. Yeah, that's it. That's all I need, baby.
1: Rob, I'm leaving this on the podcast. We've talked about having guest stars on to recommend something to our listeners. So give me what's one youtube twelve minute video or' <laughs> Dude, I'm keep stuck it, on keep
2: i'm it. stuck on i've been telling jack on our podcast a soft white underbelly is my like crazy i, I obsession it's a weird obsession i have i hate it i hate it <laughs> i hate it huh. what it what
1: is that about?
2: This guy, this famous photographer who worked for uh, Polaroid or whatever, ended up going into like some of like the most like down and dark places in America and interviewing these people, and like he'll have pimps, prostitutes, drug addicts, like Skid Row, all this weird shit, and I can't stop, but not what I can't help it I hate it
1: all right I I'll check it. it out yeah. I don't no, it. no, it's
2: really cool because but it's not cool because some things are all right but like it's a lot of dark heavy shit and you're like I don't sometimes I'll just turn it off if it's too heavy for me that day I'm like I can't watch this but other times it's entertaining like you got pimps that talk crazy and shit who doesn't it's- love that who doesn't love that
1: This took a sharp left turn, and I'm not mad about it. Does Rob always podcast with this this look?
2: Only when the sun's blaring and when we're doing late night specials.
1: Late night
0: specials, yeah. But I will wear
2: this. Yes.
0: Okay. This is a tank top and sunglasses, by the way.
2: Yeah. You're lucky.
0: You're lucky. You got a tank top. Honestly.
2: That's true too. It's fucking 112 degrees outside.
0: Okay. She's she's in Portland, isn't it hotter in Portland? It It was
1: I got I got into my car at six thirty and it was a uh, hundred and ten degrees. But I, I, that's what my car said. I don't know. It's insane. Yeah.
0: Six thirty p.m. Uh-huh. You're not up at six thirty in the
1: morning. What am I talking so, about? Yeah. I'm not getting my car. Am I? Yeah. No, I'm not up. I'm not up at that time. But it was. Why would it? Why would it be hundred and ten at six a.m. I don't know.
2: It, it was bad. I was up at six. It was 78, 90 degrees, almost eighty-five degrees at six a.m. this morning. It was brutal. Absolutely it, brutal
1: all right stay cool kids I'll let you go record do you want to plug sack and Jack on this show I feel like there might be some overlap in listeners there's definitely some
0: overlap in listeners
1: actually I think probably anyone who listens
0: to
2: this show listens to our show
1: yeah all right well listen to sack and Jack have fun recording
2: all right appreciate being on this show thanks this is awesome if I I appreciate this LJ
1: you're our first guest star Rob I I'm honored and we wouldn't have had any other first guest star
2: Anytime we want to talk about weird shit, just let me know.
1: We know who to call. Okay, we'll see you next week.